Hello, I'm Randy. And I'm Claire. And you're listening to Killer Vibes. A true crime podcast. Okay. (laughs) So we last left off with our lovely theory about how the Lady of the Dunes is an extra on the film Jaws. Epic. (laughs) (laughs) So this theory came to the world through the eyes of Joe Hill, who spotted this woman after reading um, a book that included this case in it, the skeleton crew. And um, he saw the woman as an extra on the film. And he was like, there she is. And it was filmed about three hours away from where her body was found in Massachusetts. It just sort of like fits almost too perfectly into this. So like I said, oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> in the last episode, I said that it was weird that he noticed that. But then I was just thinking while we were pausing that he is Stephen King's son. Mm-hmm. So he is a murderino, so to say, yeah, to yeah, steal yeah. my favorite murders um, thing. But so I feel like he now it, I don't think it's weird. Exactly. In my head, he was Steven Spielberg's son. <laughs> no, and then Stephen I <laughs> realized he was Stephen King's son. Yeah. So, so I feel like Stevens. he's into that stuff. He would notice it. Exactly. So he saw it, it freaked him out a little bit, went home, did some research, and he actually posted on his blog about it. I will make sure to put the link in the description if anybody wants to look it up. It's really interesting to read through the entire thing because he's really thorough and he understands that there is a level of doubt that comes along with his theory because, and I mentioned this briefly in the um, in part two, but there are other women in the shot that have bandanas on and he, the, the woman that he has chosen or has seen and picked out in the crowd may or may not be wearing Wrangler jeans. So it's sort of like, maybe... I don't know. She looks pretty close to what the composite could be, but the composite is all over the place. There's like three different women in there. And like Randy said before, it's like they could all be related, but they're not really the same woman. Yeah. And when you're looking for something, things that you wouldn't typically believe are like more believable when you're looking for something. Right. Like, oh, I could believe that Mm -hmm. when it's like, no, that actually is pretty outlandish. But yeah, exactly. You never know. Mm hmm. Exactly. So there's just a lot of theories out there. And personally, for me, I think the Whitey Bulger theory seems to have the most support, if you will. Um, He killed a woman in a very similar manner in the same area and dumped her body in a very similar fashion So that connection was pretty clear to me. Then not to mention the towel that the Lady of the Dunes was found on top of was from a bar that Whitey frequented often. And that seems kind of suspicious. Not to mention, and I don't want to like peg every single like redheaded female that lived in Boston was a member of the Irish mob because that's not (laughs) correct. But she did look very Irish. She had red hair and semi-pale skin. According to most of the composite, she had pretty pale skin. And she may or may not have had a whole bunch of freckles on her face. But overall, she looks Irish. So because Whitey was in the Irish mob and was involved in all of this human trafficking and had been known to bring over immigrants from Ireland and involve them in all of that, it just seems 
like this may be what's happening. Not to mention that may be why nobody has come forth and like confirmed her identity. Because she's from Ireland. Exactly. So all of her family is abroad and not paying attention to the Doe Network in the United States. So there's a lot of different things that factor into the Whitey Bulger angle, and I think it's a really accurate suspicion. It could even be a combo of the two. Like, she could have been an extra on Jaws, and Mm -hmm. maybe she wasn't an Irish immigrant. Maybe she was from here, but... Right. Or even, I thought about this, too, is that he was... So Whitey would keep all of these people that he was trafficking in a house, and maybe she found out about Jaws, and she was on set and, like, accidentally was filmed, and Whitey got mad about it. And was like, you can't be seen by Mm -hmm. anybody. And now she's in this major motion picture and he kills her for it. That's uh, that's something I thought about. It's a little outlandish, but I just thought about it very briefly. I was like, what if he got mad that she was seen on set and that people saw her face and all this stuff? And so she went to such great lengths to get rid of her identity. And like I said, she could have been identified via her fingerprints. So there's also this element of what if she does have a criminal background and we just can't access those files because we don't have her fingerprints. Well, if she does have a criminal background, then that would make her a prime target for sex traffic or for human trafficking or sex trafficking. Exactly. Um, But also I was just thinking that maybe someone, first of all, I don't think it's so far out there to cut someone's hands off and take their teeth because then, I mean, if you do that, you can't identify them. So right, exactly. That's not, like, in any capacity. That's not a profound idea. No, um, but it is a mobster ideal. Yeah. to and get so, rid of someone's identity. Yes. And I was thinking that if Whitey had recently murdered someone in that same fashion, like potentially someone from a rival gang murdered her and made it seem like Whitey Bulger did it by executing it in a similar fashion, or he did it. I don't know. Right, exactly. There's so many Or someone random did it, and they were like, yeah. I have no idea who Whitey Bulger even is and wanted to cut her hands right. off and take her teeth. Exactly. So that no one could find her. Exactly. So it's just a really interesting case. And um, I don't know. But the other thing about the immigration idea that doesn't make any sense is her dental work. Because it was done in the New York style. So... You know, how long had she been in the States? Yeah. And then she must have gotten dental work done. And according to the Cape Town police, the the dentist who performed this would have recognized all of the dental work that was done um, on her. Like, it was very... Was this, like, some extensive... Yeah, it was... Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, she had gold caps on, like, three of her teeth that were worth up to $10,000. That's a lot of money mm-hmm. and a lot of gold to put in your mouth. Like, that's weird. But that's such a mobby thing to do, if you think about it. Yeah, they don't need that money. No, they just, it's a very, and I know there's, I don't remember, this is horrible. I don't remember which um, society does this. Females get gold caps on their teeth when they're ready for marriage. I think. Weird. Okay. I know. I don't remember where I heard this from. And if anybody knows, please let me know. I'm very interested in knowing more about this sort of like tradition. But it was tradition for women to get gold caps on their teeth to prove their their status and their wealth at a certain age. Like they would have their teeth pulled and gold caps That's so put in. weird. Oh my gosh. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But it, it just showed that they yeah. had money to just spend. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know. I can, yeah. So, and I'm not sure if that's Irish. I don't think it's Irish. I've never heard of that. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. If you know, let us know. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's really it. Um, the case, according to the Boston Globe again, because <laughs> I love the Boston Globe, um, holds the ignominious distinction of having one of the oldest files in the Massachusetts State's Police Cold Case Unit. Hmm. Spotlight so, team, let's open yeah, an investigation. Let's, let's go. Let's go apply Okay. for the spotlight team. Yeah, let's do it. Join Spotlight team. Right. And solve this murder. Walter Robinson will be our editor. That sounds great. And we'll solve it. That sounds great. Via that sounds great. journalism. Via the journalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's really cool, this case. Um, but it's also really tragic because we still don't know who this woman is. The case has been open since 1974. And um, it's just I think it's just really interesting that nobody knows who she is. And someone knows who she, she of is. Of course. She has to be someone something. Like, yeah. she's a person. She obviously has a mother and a father. We know that for sure. So, <laughs> um, so I just don't know what happened here. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So, what do you think? What is your theory? If you had to pick one. So, you got Whitey Bulger. Uh, I'm human partial trafficking. to the Whitey Bulger theory. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. just because I, I think Whitey Bulger is really interesting. And based on... Just my personal knowledge of him and like the book I read and everything. This totally seems like something he would do. Right. Um, but I also think that, I don't know. I think that that makes sense. And it's just, maybe she re- was just like either a runaway or not even a runaway, but maybe just a drug user and her family was distant from her or something. Maybe she was living on the streets in some way and was being supported by the mob I don't know, something like that. I just, to me, I feel like it might have just been like a young woman who got caught up in something bad, like a beautiful young woman who made the wrong friendships. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't know what she was getting into. Yeah. And her family's too afraid to claim her because I would be too. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if the Winter Hill people are still walking around and doing their thing in Boston after Whitey passed away and was arrested. But I'd be terrified of them. Yeah, I'm sure they are. He only died, like, last month. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they are. Yeah, I'm I sure don't they know, still but... exist. I mean, because he wasn't the only member of that gang. He was one of the leaders, but he was not the only member. No, um, He's just the most talked about member. Right. He's one of the most talked about mobsters in America. Yeah. Um, but Alongside Al Capone. Yeah. He's probably number two, but um, that doesn't mean that he, just because he's gone, that they've stopped operations. Absolutely. And the Irish mob has been around for a millennia. Like, they've been around for a really long time um, in the United States. And they've, yeah. they have have influenced elections dating back all the way to the 1800s when mm-hmm. Irish immigrants, Italian immigrants, and um, Jewish immigrants were all sort of, like, separated in... Um, up east, they mm-hmm. they were just like everywhere. They just had their own little section, um, and it was like the beginning of like gerrymandering style stuff, where they kind of like sectioned off people into these groups, and then they would vote for certain political party members that w- like stood up for their values. And the Irish Catholics actually got the first Catholic um, senator elected, I think, in New York City. Yeah, I think you told me that mm-hmm. before. 
And also, yeah, just like their masses were huge. Yeah, there's a ton of them. Yeah, everyone's related to someone who's Irish. <laughs> it's just like the truth. Yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know. I just found that out with my ancestry DNA right. thing. And you do not look Irish whatsoever. No, I don't. So. But um, I've also heard tons about the Boston Police Department being pretty corrupt at that time. There's proof of their corruption in the 80s, 70s mm-hmm. time. So that could have played into this as well. Yeah. Okay. So I feel <laughs> the like real I'm... influencers in America. <laughs> right. The mob. If you want to be a lobbyist, just go join the mob. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the better way to do it. Um, yeah. Okay. Great story. Love it. Thank you. So much. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's the unsolved cold case murder of the Lady of the Dunes. And I just want to find out what her name is. If we don't find out anything else, I just want to know what her name is. I do too. And where she's from. This is so interesting because like I said, like I guessed the case because I knew some details. Uh Uh-huh. But I was picturing this so differently in my head. Yeah. So I'm glad I know more about it now. That's interesting. (laughs) She's like secretly famous. Yeah. She's like in one of the most popular Spielberg films ever. Which is just so, all those connections are just like, there's, I feel like there's something there. Yeah. There's something that ties all of this together. Mm Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense that we just yeah. don't know. Maybe Steven Spielberg killed her. <laughs> Steve. Steve, stop. Please. Go make a movie. Chill out. <laughs> anyway, I am not saying he killed her, but I am also saying he could have. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so that's the story of the Lady of the Dunes. Um, if you liked it, cool. I'm so glad, glad you liked it. <laughs> give us a thumbs up. Ow. I don't think they can give us a thumbs up. Give us five stars, please. Yes, that, do that. Um, okay, so last episode of the season. Yes. We so wanted sad. to let y'all know. So Claire and I are students at Colorado State University, if you didn't know. We're about to go on Christmas break, and we thought it would be fun to over Christmas break. <gasps> Side note, we're going to Boston yes. on a friendship date. <laughs> oh, my God. What if... What if we solve what if we this? solve it while we're there? Well, let's, let's just you make know that let's make that it. a priority. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That'll be the only thing we do on all trip. Yeah. Is we solve the murder mm-hmm. of the lady of the because <laughs> we're good at our job. Anyway. Okay. But <laughs> we thought it would be fun over break to do like a mini season where we each cover in in depth our favorite murder cases. The case yep. that if we just had to see one movie or read one book for the rest of time what case it would be about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't think it's necessarily the case that got us into true crime because mine's not mine either but But should we tell them what they are just for like a little teaser that'd be fun oh we should make them guess make them guess we'll give you okay we're gonna give you guys clues and then you can guess I like that we're talking to them like there's a giant group of people listening to this (laughs) and it's probably just my mom and your mom (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll make our moms guess. <laughs> okay. Um, I know yours and you know mine, so. Yes. So do you want me to give hints for your case or my case? Mm, I don't know. No, you give hints for your case first. Okay. Um. So mine is not the case that got me into it. So if you've listened to our podcast, you know that I love the Charles Manson case. But that's not my favorite because he is 
awful. Right, and just but not, you're also just, in love with Charles Manson. I'm not in love with Charles Manson. <laughs> he's a terrible human being. I am in love with Charles Manson's case, and I think it's super interesting because it just has a lot to do with Hollywood culture and mm-hmm. like, 60s cult, like history. So and, interesting. And the cults. And stuff. cults. And cults are very interesting to me. Just the yeah. fact that he could brainwash women into committing murders for him. Claire, get it together. I know. Would I'm you please? So sorry. Anyways, <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I think he's really interesting. I do not love him because he is racist and awful, but yeah. I just think that's super interesting. But that's not my favorite case. My favorite case, some hints. Yeah. Do like um, three hints. Do three hints. Okay. Three hints. Um, it is unsolved, technically. <laughs> But we kind of know. We kind of know. We um, know. <laughs> it is it is very, very popular case. It happened in California. As they do. As they do, right? That's not a good hint. <laughs> um, it happened in San Francisco. That's, that's, a, that's a better hint. Yeah. And if you get more specific than San Francisco, people are going to know what it is. I know. Is. I don't know if I should say <laughs> newspaper. I'll say newspaper. No, say the newspaper. There's say the new- newspaper. Newspapers are involved. Which is why it's one of my favorites. Heavily involved. We work for newspapers. Yes. <laughs> um, but I love this case a lot. Right. And I will tell you why and all about it when we get to it. Okay. Okay. So my favorite case is it also takes place in California, uh, but in L.A., and um, this case is really gruesome and involves a single murder. Um, it was highly publicized when the murder actually took place, and the victim was female. And it has been speculated as to who killed her for a really long time. And it's been turned into like motion pictures, it's been integrated into like creepy television shows. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I feel like if I go into more detail about this case, people know. will guess. There's a local band <laughs> named yes. after this murder, yes. which yeah. is weird. It's really interesting. And um, her moniker was named after one of my favorite flowers. Okay, now everyone so. knows what it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what my favorite flower is internet. It's a. It's no. It's actually not my favorite flower, but it's, it's one a of flower. Them. It is a flower. Um, a flower that actually can never bloom. Like, that type of flower does not exist, actually. What? The color. Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah, I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, you cannot produce that type of a flower. It just doesn't You are just giving work. it away so much right now. I know. Everyone, If you already know. But it's going to be good. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it, because it really is one of the cases yeah. that I just... It's I'm very like, interesting. Whoa. And I love cold cases. I think they're so fascinating. Yeah, both of ours are technically cold cases, but both of ours have very Obvious likely suspects. Suspects, yeah. Um, so they're technically cold case. <laughs> probably not, not really though. Yeah. Um, but yes, we're gonna go really in depth. So there's, I mean, maybe like a four or five parter, like really detailed, unlike mm-hmm. we do on these normal ones. So that will be coming out at the beginning of the spring semester ish. Yeah. And we're going to do it over Christmas break. Mm-hmm. And we hope you all have a happy holiday and a happy new year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.